This podcast is part of the Telerik Developer Network. Telerik by Progress. Sleep Code, the official Teller podcast. I'm your host, Ed Charbonneau, and with me today is Jay Miller. How you doing, Jay? I'm doing great. How are you? Excellent. It's been a little while since I've had the opportunity to record a show, and I appreciate you giving me some of your time today. Uh, we're going to talk about the developer community and uh, how the developer community enables us developers to uh, better ourselves and, and others. And we have some really good stuff to talk about. Before we get started, though, Jay, why don't you give us a little bit of uh, background about yourself and, and what you're up to? Uh, sure. So I am a Pythonista. I've been working in Python for the past four and a half years. And most people either say, you know, they were traditionally taught in school or boot camp or they were self-taught. Well, I believe I was community taught in that I basically clung to as many online communities and in-person communities and meetups as possible to basically learn a language. And I've used that to help kind of do the same with my own community that I started called Productivity in Tech. Uh, It's not as much about the coding side, but more about making yourself the best possible programmer that you can be and doing that with the things other than code, whether it's effective communication, whether it's um, just being more overall productive. And um, even now, currently working on a course, uh, teaching you how to say no better. So that's really what I'm about, is is helping others um, through the use of communities, just like several people helped me out. Yeah, so you've met some mentors, for lack of a better term, that have helped you kind of learn your processes and teach you to code and stuff like that? Oh, yeah. I mean, there's there's so many people that, like, I just know to ask when I have, like, even specific questions. Um, I did have kind of one or two, like, regular mentors, and I even asked them, like, hey, do you mind me asking you questions from time to time? Uh, but even then, just the the dynamic of a community is that there's so many different people there with so many amazing abilities. And, you know, it's funny that one person can't know everything, but if you put enough of those people and they all know different things, you can really get a well-rounded education uh, just from working with a multitude of people. Yeah, and speaking of this well-rounded education, um, do you see yourself as a self-taught developer or did you have the traditional schooling that some people have or how how did you come into software development? Well, I was I was actually a Marine for five years. I got out of the Marine Corps and I wanted to do something, but I didn't know what that something was. And I just fell in love with programming. I fell in love with the idea of making things. And I had I had taken a little bit of like online courses, but I had never done anything traditional. Um, I was a college dropout and I, I didn't really think that there was an opportunity for me. But then I, I found... Uh, the first community that I joined was a community called Code Newbie, and it's still around today, and it's it's super awesome. And um, I guess a shout out to them. But through that, I met with a bunch of other people that were just starting to learn Python as well, and we all kind of grew together 
uh, making mistakes and learning and, and showing each other what we learned. So, I mean, I say I'm neither. I'm, I'm, I really am community taught. And it's because I had a bunch of teachers. They just happened to rely on me to teach them things too. Yeah, that, that's a good perspective to have. Uh, the one thing that I like about this industry is there's a lot of ways in. And uh, I, myself, we've I've talked about this on the show before. I'm not um, a you know traditional university style uh, person to to have learned software development. I, I've learned on my own through uh, you know books and videos and stuff like that, and uh, community as well. So uh, we're we're kind of uh, cut from the same cloth, and um, we'll have some some good stories to uh, kind of compare notes on here in a moment. Um, so we're both talking about software community. What, what exactly does software community mean to you, Jay? Well, for me, it's any group of people that come together under a single point. I don't want to say a single language or a single like discipline. Like, I mean, sure you, that can be it, but anything that they have in common, um, for instance, the, like I mentioned, code newbie, it was designed to help create an entry point into the encoding atmosphere. So no matter what language you were starting at, you were around a bunch of people that were hopefully at the same or maybe a few levels above you. So people were more willing to share what they've learned because they realized that only a few weeks ago, they were that same person that was looking for the information that they're now sharing. Um, so for me, like any anything that a bunch of people have in common and say, hey, let's get together and really focus on that thing and see how we can help each other through it. I think one of my favorite mediums for being involved with the you know software development community has been Twitter. I think that's that's one of my favorite places to go keep up with people and what they're working on and uh, find out about the latest, you know, uh, libraries that are out there that I can tinker with and stuff like that. Oh yeah, Twitter is absolutely amazing. I love developer Twitter. Uh, like, it's it's so weird that, like, I just followed like two hundred uh, women of color in tech, most of them who I had never heard of, and then like I just found a list and started following people and started looking through all of the awesome things that they're doing, and I'm just like, wow, I really I like I need to get a bunch of them on my show, and so we can showcase some of this stuff, and then uh, just the fact that Twitter is so spread out like it's it's so vast i mean you can meet people from the other side of the country you can meet people from the other side of the world and you know i think that's absolutely fantastic it's pretty amazing how open the software development community seems to be uh, at least in my experience from what i've had uh, i could reach out to somebody on twitter or, or find their email send them a message you know with a question and generally that person's willing to at least point me in the right direction, if not help me directly. So I think there's a lot of uh, a lot to be said about uh, the type of people that are in the industry and, and how they react to that type of thing. Yeah, I, I think the big thing is there are some people that I, I guess you could say forgot where they came from or whatever, but the majority of the people that you'll meet they remember being that person, especially when you start looking at like senior developers. Um, that's one of the things that has been really great is that I've had mentors that were 
not only mentors to me, but they were mentors to many other developers, many other junior developers coming in. So there's this level of, I understand. And it's also partially like my responsibility to be that mentor to people that are looking to learn and ensure they don't get paid to help me. But at the same time, the things that they're teaching me or the things that I might be showing them that might help them later on in their job. So we talked a little bit about, you know, Twitter and uh, those type of communities online. What other type of communities do you see that people can get involved with? Well, other than the the large online hangouts, which if you ever have, uh, you ever need a list of those, come see me. I have a few. Uh, honestly, the in-person hangouts, I, I think that there are, there's, there's a lot of value lost in people not wanting to go out and just be around other developers in person. And I mean, I get it. I know that the majority of the developer space claims to be introverted, but it's funny what happens when you put a bunch of introverts in the same room, even if no one's talking to each other, if you, if you ask them to come out of their shell just a little bit, it's, it's almost like watching a flower bloom. You know, you have this little bitty bud that is just kind of like, yeah, it doesn't look like much. But then after you get it to, to sprout some of its, uh, you know, its petals, all of a sudden you really start to see the beauty of it. And, and that's where, you know, that person that might be a little shy starting off or that person that's working on open source code for the first time, when they go in and they show people what they were working on, you know, it's, it's absolutely fantastic and it can be a great morale boost. Um, I have a story even, uh, if you don't mind. Oh, absolutely. Go ahead. So I had probably been developing for about, uh, we'll say about six months. And I was working on this idea to create kind of a website that would aggregate podcasts together. Um, and basically people could have these, these OPML files. Like if you listen to a lot of podcasts, you could share them with your friends. Now, I, I think this has actually been put out there now, which is awesome. I didn't make it, unfortunately. But uh, basically, I went to this hangout in, in San Diego Python, which is really great. And, and basically, I didn't know anybody. And I'm just sitting there working on my code. And at the end, they say, okay, everybody, we're just going to, all you have to do is say your name and what you're working on. And they get to me and I'm like, oh, hey, I'm, I'm Jay and I'm working on this podcast aggregation tool that hopefully you'll be able to share podcasts with friends. And I have two people come over and start asking me questions about the code that I'm writing and why I was inspired to write it and all these other things. And this is well before I was a podcaster. I was just an enthusiast. But those two people were Carol Willing and Trey Hunter. And people in the Python community know those names. But for those that don't know, those are two of the board members for the Python Software Foundation. So, I mean, these are these are like really important, you know, people in the space, very knowledgeable and intelligent people that by just putting myself out there, I didn't get anybody, you know, criticizing my code or anything. They just wanted to look and they were genuinely interested in the project. And I mean, even to this day, I can I still send them messages on Twitter all the time like, oh, hey, by the way, I'm working on this thing or oh, hey, I'm you know, thinking about doing a course or, oh, hey, I need a guest for the podcast. Are you, uh, are you free? And I never would have had those opportunities had I not just like walked into this little co-working space where no one was talking to anyone and just start writing code. Yeah, I think 
that uh, as developers, if you're already involved with the community, uh, some of the people that are you know kind of leading the community and and popular within those communities, we tend to put them on a pedestal like they're they're not real people or something. They're almost um, you know of some sort of fame, right? And uh, people feel kind of uncomfortable approaching these folks and especially at places like conferences, right? So you have a lot of speakers at conferences and people are kind of, you know, shy about walking up and asking them questions because they're afraid their, their question might sound stupid or something like that. But, you know, that's what they're there for, right? They, you know, we're, uh, if you're out speaking, you're there to engage with people and, and try to teach them things. And, uh, a lot of people that are, you know, in charge of these communities are, are there to help and they do it because they enjoy it and they, they want you to ask questions. Absolutely. And, and remember, even if you're, you know, a beginner or, or whatever you want to call it, you still have a way of contributing to the conversation. Uh, someone I just interviewed for uh, my podcast, uh, his name is Kojo Idrisa. Uh, he just started programming a couple of years ago, or I think it's about three years ago now. And he is now like one of the key people in the Python community when it comes to like setting up lightning talks and, and like just creating that. And, and that came from his earlier knowledge as a teacher. So you don't have to be like the veteran to, to be the person that actually, you know, contributes. And I, I think that having, being hooked into a community you can really see that. You can really start to see how even the novice can look like a master to someone or, or look like, you know, a, a true professional, even if all you do is, you know, write code in your bedroom just for fun. Yeah, and I, I agree completely. I think everybody comes to uh, software development with their own perspective on things. So, you know, even though somebody might be at a different level than you, uh, you you came from a different path than they did. Uh, nobody's experience in life is the same twice. So, you know, you've done something or worked on a project that somebody else hasn't ever had the opportunity to touch. And there's an opportunity there to teach people about something. Definitely. Not, not to mention all the different connections you can make in a community. I mean... If you look at like job boards, like most communities will have like a job board. Um, honestly, I don't think there's ever been a job that I've gotten that came just off of my natural skills. I mean, yeah, that was a part of it, but like every job I've ever landed came from someone that I knew. So imagine being in a community with like a hundred other people that are doing that thing that you want to do, that thing you want to break into. They're going to be the first person to hear about, you know, a brand new junior developer role opening up or a brand new QA specialist for like for people trying to like just get their feet wet into programming and just get started. Or if you've been stuck in that same position and you're looking to level up, maybe they have a developer or a senior developer role that's there that you're perfectly qualified for that you would have not heard of. Or by the time you would have heard of it, there would be like a thousand candidates already for it. Yeah, I, I can't agree more. I, I would say uh, you can find jobs without being part of a community, but if you're going to find the job that you truly enjoy, you're probably going to get it through referrals from people that you know, that know you, and they can help you find the job that you really are going to enjoy. And it's not going to feel like work when you do that. 
Definitely. And I've, I've had people even come to me and say, hey, you do this one thing really well. I know a job that's doing that. Like that's that's the best part. I mean, the job hunt is so difficult at this point because they're not like job descriptions aren't created by developers. They're created by like recruiters and human resources specialists. So, you know, you might they might need someone that's good at, you know, processing APIs. But instead, they say they need someone with you know, a master's in computer science and, you know, six years of experience when that's not really necessary. But if you have someone on that team that, hey, you just happen to be a part of a community with, they can tell you the real requirements and not only, you know, get your resume kind of past the, the HR firewall, but even give you a nice little recommendation along the way. Now, do you find that there's certain types of communities that you know, are easier to find jobs through? Are uh, things like meetups better than, say, uh, like an online Slack channel, or are they they kind of about equal? What's your experience been with those? I think it's it really depends on what you're looking for. Um, if you're looking for something in your local area, then absolutely a local meetup, going to a hangout. I mean, a lot of recruiters go to these hangouts even though they don't know the code, just because they need to get a toe into the community. So, I mean, going to these events that are posted up, and by the way, if you're ever looking for an event to go to, meetup.com, like it's it's in the name. <laughs> it's it's actually a really good resource. I think a lot of developers don't utilize it, um, but I'm starting to see more and more, at least in, in my area in San Diego, where people are jumping into meetups and, and that's turning into like the online community itself. Uh, but if you're looking for maybe remote work or, you know, if you're looking to relocate, then I would say those online communities are really it. I mean, one of the communities that I'm a, a community manager for, Operation Code, we have a job board channel and it brings in different job opportunities all from all over the world. So for someone, you know, for our target audience, people that are getting out of the military, they're getting out of the military. They can literally go anywhere that they want. So it's a matter of like, oh, hey, let me jump into the, you know, Southeast Channel or the North Pacific Northwest Channel and see what opportunities are there. Yeah, I've, I've had a lot of good luck with meetup.com. So I help run a meetup in Louisville, and I've done that for quite a while now. It's been over five years. Uh, so I've met a lot of people locally, and then we also get a lot of speakers from all over the U.S., that come and we're fortunate enough to have those people come speak at our meetup. So I've been very fortunate to meet, you know, people from all over and, and build, you know, a nice network of people that I know throughout the, the uh, .NET community and JavaScript community. And I can't stress enough how important those, those meetups are in person as well as the ones online. But the, the, there's quite a difference between, you know, being in person with somebody and being online, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, of course, there are things like screen sharing and, and things like that. But I mean, some of my my most memorable moments of working in communities have been, you know, grabbing a beer and talking about, you know, stuff that you do in your day to day work. And I mean, unfortunately, I think the the computer screen takes a little bit of the atmosphere out of the uh the sharing a drink with someone talking about code. It's much better done uh, in a bar together. Yeah, one one thing I noticed uh, recently that's that's been kind of a, a small trend that I've seen starting 
is uh, we, we get a lot of people at our meetups now that aren't developers at all. That, and they're, they're just interested in coding and they've never had a job in the industry. They just think it's really cool. And they come out and they hang out at the bar and they, they talk about, you know, how they're, they're getting interested in it and they want to learn more. And uh, a lot of these folks know more than you would expect somebody that has no job experience to know because they, they've either played with side projects or, you know, they're just passionate about it and they're, they're just doing it for uh, enjoyment. And they don't realize they, they could just walk into an entry-level job. So we've had to sit down with a few folks and say, look, you're ready to go ahead and transition from what you're doing now uh, into something you know, in the industry. Uh, another funny story with that, one of the uh, communities that I'm a part of, again, Operation Code, uh, they had an internship uh, opportunity show up at, at one of the major, at a major tech company up in uh, San Francisco. And I got a call from like basically the founder of the community that said, hey, I think you'd be a great candidate for this. You should apply. So I, I'm going through this whole application process and it's, it's an interview process. But at the end of it, I wound up not getting the job. And, and this and this was when I was still like early in my development days. And what the the chief you know developer said was, you're actually overqualified for an internship. We have five other jobs that are available that you should be looking at applying into right now. And if you need a recommendation, just let me know. And and again, that just only talks about the value of of finding out about these events. This event was coordinated, like this apprenticeship was coordinated through the community. So it wasn't available to anyone else outside of it. And to me, that's just absolutely amazing. Like jobs and different companies are taking chances on people that get plugged in because they see the value in being involved in a community because you're not getting the wisdom of one person. You're getting the wisdom of that entire community. Yeah, and I think, you know, it, it may not apply to everyone uh, that's at a meetup, but generally people are, are there to knowledge share, uh, all of them. Um, and even if you're not in front of the crowd, you know, speaking, uh, you're you're there at the meetup and you, you know, go to the bar afterwards and you're sharing your stories, you're, you're providing leadership for somebody, right? You're, there's, you know, junior level people around you that are, are interested in, in learning about what you have to say. And I think, you know, people that are hiring, you know, see that you're, you're a contrib contributor and uh, you're, you're trying to help other people, you know, bring their level up as well as improve yourself. Absolutely. So Jay, let's talk about your community a little bit. You have, you have your own tech community called Productivity in Tech. Uh, what are some of the things that you're doing? So, for the past like two years, productivity in tech has been all about really helping people in the tech space, mostly developers, but I mean, we do have some designers, some entrepreneurs, um, but helping those people figure out, you know, what makes me awesome in the thing that I'm doing right now. In fact, that's what our podcast is all about. It's like, hey, we want to showcase people that are doing something awesome and something awesome doesn't have to be, you know coding while, you know, walking a tightrope or something crazy like that. It can just be like, Hey, I built this thing or, Hey, I'm a part of this thing that is really important to me. Um, we're all about showing off and in a good way. 
So we've been nerding out on the productivity side of tech. Uh, I mean, there are so many apps and all this other stuff out there that can become a little like daunting and, and disorienting. I mean, I can only talk about Agile and Scrum and, you know, Kanban so many times before I start to get nauseous. So we, we try to stay clear of buzzword productivity and we start focusing on real productivity like, hey, how do I stay focused when I have an eight hour shift and I got that project that's really due, you know, tomorrow, but, you know, Node just, I think Node just launched like Node 6. So I really want to take a look at that too. And I want to play around and I want to look at like the F strings in Python 3.6 and I want to do all these other things. Like how do, how do I have the courage to just say, hey, let me put that stuff aside and focus on the, the real important thing. And we do that through accountability. You know, you've, you've got a community of people behind you when you can say like, hey, I'm having a hard time because did you look at this? And people are like, yeah, man, but, you know, if you got stuff to do, <laughs> you should probably be doing that instead. <laughs> and I mean, that's just an example. But I mean, we're like we nerd out. It's fun. Like one of the one of the guests on my podcast, uh, Kenneth Rotter, he has a he has like this saying and it's like, um, what is it? Love out, nerd out or, or no, work out, nerd out. Cause he's, he's big into fitness. So that's kind of what we do. We like productivity out, but we also nerd out about it, but we, we do it with this idea of, okay, we're going to hold each other accountable. We're going to pick each other up. We're going to help each other out when they're needed. But then at the same time, when they want to kind of show off that stuff that they've been doing, Oh, we totally get into that. So what, what's some of the stuff that you're talking about showing off? Like what's the context that's in? So for one, uh, I think the biggest show off for me has been the Productivity in Tech website. Um, that was started as an excuse for me to program in, in Python. I did, I could have built, you know, a Squarespace site like most pod, like most podcasts will advertise or a WordPress site or put my feed in Libsyn. But I was like, no, I'm a developer and darn it, I'm going to develop some stuff. So what I did was I just built my website and it may not be like, it may not win a Webby, but at the same time, I can showcase the things that I'm learning as I'm learning them. Like I, I just found out some cool things with like Jinja that as soon as we're off the mic, I'm going to go tinker with on my website now. And I get to go and like, not only showcase that stuff, you know, to the, the community and go, Oh, Hey, by the way, I totally did this thing this way instead of this way. And, and let people, you know, be able to apply that however they want. But that's one example. Um, some other examples are, you know, YouTube videos or, you know, live stream sessions, live coding sessions. Uh, sometimes we just get together and say, hey, what's everybody working on? And people will share links and, you know, it, I don't, it's, it's a lot of different things. I can't really just point to one because there never is just one. Yeah, I like I, I like that about the software developer mentality. It's you know, we're, we're not showing off for the sake of, you know, being cool or something like that, but we, we have this thing that we built that we're passionate about. Right. And we're like, everybody's got to see this. This is just the coolest thing ever. And a lot of times we learn different techniques and things from each other by, you know, showing off those ideas that we had. It's a, a very artistic feeling to what we do. Absolutely. And in the community itself, like most of us are not developers 24 seven. I mean, we're, we're husbands, wives, sisters, brothers, you know, we have partners, 
we have kids, <laughs> you know, there's, there's so many things that we want to show off. And I don't think I've ever had someone, you know, in the community say, oh, hey, look at this thing that like, look at this costume we made for our kids. And I mean, even then people are still like jumping for joy and like super stoked. Like, I, I think that people want to show off because they're proud of the thing that they did, not because they want to show how much better than they are, you know, than the other person. And people need a safe space to do that. And that's really what I've tried to create with productivity in tech. Like, we'll hold you accountable. You know, we'll give you the, the you know, pressure to, to do the thing that you know you got to do or to encourage you even. Like, I don't even say we pressure people. We actually encourage them. But then at the same time, we reward them for the final result. You know, hey, I did a great job, so I got promoted. Like, those are those are like the best days ever in the community when someone's like, oh, hey, by the way, I just got a raise. And people are like, what? There you go. That's awesome. And I think that you need that to be productive. You don't need an app. You don't need a to-do list. I mean, those things are great. And, you know, they help a lot. But ultimately, you need the things that go before the tools, you need encouragement, you need excitement, you need energy. And otherwise you're going to wind up burning out and then you won't even be a developer. Yeah. I, I think that's really amazing that, that you have that, um, aspect where, you know, you're kind of coaching people and trying to get them to, uh, better themselves and, and celebrate, you know, getting raises and things like that, because, at the end of the day, when you can help people, you know, make their lives better through uh, helping them earn more money for their families and stuff like that. I mean, it's, it's absolutely amazing. You know, I, you call it coaching. I, I love to, to throw the word mentorship out. And the reason I do that is because just as much as I might be helping someone else out, that person, even if they don't know it, they're helping me out as well. And, and to me, like coaching is kind of a, a one to zero ratio. It's, it's me helping someone that doesn't have the knowledge. And it's just that one way. But mentorship goes both ways. You know, you're, you're providing guidance, but you're also establishing a relationship with that person. And through that relationship, everyone benefits. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I've been involved in quite a few different uh, communities, uh, meetup communities. Uh, we've got pretty passionate group of people um, in Louisville where I'm at. You, you wouldn't think of Louisville as a big tech hub, uh, but there's a lot of big industries that are headquartered here. And uh, for the group of developers we do have, I mean, they are a bunch that loves to get together and share. And there's probably like a meetup every night of the week here. Uh, we even have a community page called louisville.io, which I believe they're changing the name of soon, but uh, at louisville.io, you'll you'll see like a, a posting of all the meetups that are happening over the course of the month. And it's pretty tremendous for a smaller town like Louisville. Uh, so are there are there a good set of like places that you can go look for these communities or any advice you can give on, on how to find out uh, where to get in touch with some folks? I would definitely say uh, Twitter is going to be your biggest resource if you're looking for like an online community. There's so many. Uh, someone should really put out like a, a Twitter list. In fact, I'm going to do this. Um, 
So I think we're recording a little bit before it's going to go out, but by the time we're done, there will be a Twitter list. If you follow me on Twitter at KJAYMiller, I will comprise a list of every single developer community I can find. And that way, at least you can, there'll be one place for it. Um, other than that, if you're looking for a local meetup, I mean, like I said, meetup.com is just so powerful, whether it's, you know, looking for that JavaScript community or that Python or Ruby community or that .NET community, or if you're looking for someone to go hiking with, like it's at meetup.com and I don't work for them. Like they don't pay me to say that. It's just, I have found so much success, um, internally, like finding meetups for myself and externally promoting our communities on meetup that I have to mention that. Yeah, I completely agree. Meetup.com is, is one of the essentials. Um, oh no, I mean, that's really it. Those are the big two. I would say maybe check out LinkedIn too. If you're trying to, you know, find more of a professional, like, like job hunting style community, or um, if your language uh, of choice has a website, there are usually like a commute. There's usually like a community page there as well. Um, I know Python has one. Uh, I know they at least have one for like conventions, but they also do like local meetups on there as well. So, you know, you can always check that out. But I mean, honestly, we, we live in a world now with this amazing tool that they created, you know, like yesterday called the internet. And because of it, like you can you can meet with the person next door or you can meet with the person in Timbuktu. But I guess if you're from Timbuktu, then that would be next door. But you get the point. Like there's there's so many amazing people out in the world. I'm a little bit more partial to the online communities because you have the ability to reach out and talk with people. I'm going to a conference for the first time and I'm sharing a hotel room with one of our uh, community members that lives in Denver that I never would have met had it not been for like the online community that, you know, I started building. Where can we find your productivity in tech and the podcast and all that stuff? So if you go to productivityintech.com, you're going to first be (laughs) welcomed with uh, probably a flyer for our upcoming learn to say no course, but there you'll find links to the podcast, our blog, which hasn't had that much love these days, uh, but it's coming back. Don't worry. And You'll also find a link called join, or it even might just say community on it. I'm, I'm a little dense right now. I can't remember what it says. Um, either join or community, both links actually work. But if you go to that and you apply the promo code eat sleep code to it, you can not only find out about the community, you can join it for two thirds off. That means it'll be $10 a month for life for the entire like mem- time of your membership. And I'm doing that just for eSleep code members. And, and of course you had, if you want to, you know, join too, but uh, yeah, productivityintech.com. And of course you can follow me on Twitter at KJY Miller. And of course you can follow productivity in tech on Twitter at prod in tech. So we will put those uh, links and uh, your promo code in the show notes. Uh, you can find our show notes at developer.teller.com. Um, and speaking of uh, communities, uh, community is pretty much what I do. So um, I work for Progress and uh, the Teller brand of uh, Progress products. And my job is uh, to be involved in the community because I was uh, doing this stuff before I joined the company as a developer advocate, and I enjoy it. And um, I was really fortunate to find uh, a way to do this full time, and uh, that—that's what me and uh, several of my coworkers do. Is we we get involved with the community and talk about whatever the latest 
and coolest tech is. And uh, a lot of that cool stuff has to do with the tools that we create too. So um, there's a, a big win-win there. And um, part of part of this is uh, the podcast as well. So Eat Sleep Code is, is one of our you know, ways of getting in touch with the community and bringing you guys stories uh, like uh, Jay brought us today. And uh, appreciate you guys listening. And Jay, uh, thanks for your time, man. Appreciate you coming on the show and uh, talking about something that, that I enjoy very much. Absolutely. Anytime. And I'll have to have you on my show to uh, to talk more about the developer evangelist or developer advocate roles, because that is something that I am absolutely fascinated with. Absolutely. We can definitely do that. Uh, Jay, I know it's been a long day for the both of us. Uh, we're kind of recording this late at night so uh, i'll let you get back to your family and uh, thanks again absolutely take care